minutes away from your team's first right title. Right it's only one quarter till your name hangs with idols. Preparation, everything, fundamentals, vital. Each game is survival. Never be trusted. I ride a diesel through your town like the Miami Heat. Every weekend, South Beach, they be showing us love. Takes it up. Yeah, Everybody, welcome to the NBA 2K League Show on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. Brought to you by Rode Microphones, studio quality with easy accessibility since 1967. We are your source for NBA 2K League coverage each and every week. Here, covering the best of the best, not the rest of the rest. This week's show with a look at week number two, and we'll start off with Wednesday night's action brought to you by guys from the Off the Ball Network, taking a look at the winners and losers from night one, week number two. Of the NBA 2K League is upon us. What a night. What a night to start our week two of the NBA 2K League season. I'm your host, Chris LeBron. I'm joined by Jelani Brown, and we are, we have... A special guest with us, someone who will be doing a lot of post game stuff with us. Our guy, Mister Verified himself, Chris Bolton. Chris, what's going on, my brother? <laughs> what's going on, my boy? I'm good. I'm good. What's going on, guys? We are the official post game show for the NBA 2K League. What a day! Block party Wednesdays. Best of the best, not the rest of the rest, guys. What's going on, everyone? I know. Um, as a fellow Nick, as a Nick fan, I'm the only Nick fan here. It was kind of a disappointing day, but at least there was a Knicks team that did show up. You know, and Jelani, just just uh, you know, leave the remarks to yourself. We don't need to hear anything about you know <laughs> the Knicks losing yeah. in five to your it'll, it'll come a little bit. <laughs> just enjoying it, soaking it up right now. Hey, all right, I'll give you a congrats. I'll give you a congrats on that. So, uh, you know. Um, but we are, like I said, the official post game show of the NBA 2K League show, uh, league. And we are on the nothing but net radio channel on dash radio. So guys, week two is here. Like we said, it is block party Wednesdays and, uh, we had some great set of games for today. So let's dive right into the action. You know, um, Mm -hmm. Just a little, you know, some, some previews to the heading into the week. You know, last last week we had Mario's debut for Cavs Legion. You know, the Spaniard making his debut. Had a great, great week, so he did his thing. You know, uh, Wolves just keep dominating. <laughs> you know, they just kept dominating. They yeah. did their thing. Continue, mm-hmm. continue dominance. Uh, they put it on. They put it on last week, and uh they they show that they are a team to be reckoned with. Vandy, Vandy was the player of the week. Vandy for Grizz Gaming absolutely showed out last week. You know, uh, right. we talked about him a lot, Jelani and, and Chris. I know you've seen some of his stuff. I mean, 31 points a game, nine assists on 56% shooting. He was yeah, cooking. Yeah, he, he was definitely <laughs> cooking last week. He did his thing. And, um, so let, let's dive in. Let's get into this first matchup. And like I said, we're going to talk about 
you know, at least this Knicks team, you know, uh, we're going to talk about this Knicks team. At least they're going to make it positive, you know, because the, the the big team didn't show up. But at least Knicks game has showed up, and they took care of business today. And, um, and, and some close matchups, some close yeah. matchups, and that first game was kind of down to the wire. They made some nice, you know, defensive plays to, to uh, hold up and win. They take care of – I mean, it's a rough – I mean, we talk about the Knicks – and the Celtics, man, it's a rough week to be a Celtic. <laughs> it's a rough day. No, it's a rough day to be a Celtic, let alone, you know, yeah. Celtics yeah. having some Talk trouble. about change. Talk about change. Yeah, yeah. But for, you know, the next game, it takes care of business. 65-62 in game one. And then game two, 62-59. to 59. So, so close games. But at the end of the day, the Knicks take care of business after a little bit of a shaky last week and come back and uh, sweep tonight's game so guys you know what were um chris let's start with you what was your thoughts about this matchup man the the backcourt for the next game and they balled out yeah. you know duck he had a big game uh that first game had 24 points and original malik he had a couple clutch plays right there at the end to help them pull it out had a nice heavy drove baseline with the slam and a couple clutch free throws so, you know, the backcourt, they really did their thing in this one. They, that proved to be the difference. Yep, backcourt play is essential. I mean, you got a nice backcourt along with, you know, Jelani, we talk about that, the big man, you know, point guard. Mm-hmm. They, you know, uh, they definitely have that glow is good for them too. It was great in, in, in both yeah. matchups. Almost had a double-double in both games. You know, had a double-double game two and eight and 14 in game one. So he did his thing. Yeah. So Jelani, anything, any takeaways from the, from this matchup from tonight? Yeah, yeah. Um, first matchup I had, like you said, they both were real close games. Um, Chris pretty much said it, that backcourt with Justin and original Malik was gonna have to watch out for them too. Pretty much all year, um, like Chris said, original Malik made some clutch plays towards the end. Um, Celtics got a good look at it at the end, but unfortunately it didn't fall. Kind of almost, you know. Well, this first game they was up pretty, it was up big, but you know, left the door open for the Celtics. Second game, um, it was pretty much it was pretty close throughout. Um, mm-hmm. and then, you know. Uh, I think uh, Duck hit the the go ahead shot to you know pretty much put uh, Celtics game in the way, and again they got a good look at it, just didn't fall. And unfortunately, you know in two K we see those shots fall a lot, but unfortunately yeah. just tonight you know they they didn't they didn't go in. And like you said, Nick came and did their job two zero sweep. Um, and I guess they they're the big boys uh you know the orange and blue tonight. So they gave it on the on the two and zero win. <laughs> Like we said, at least they showed up. That's what I was like. All right, I gotta watch. You know, at least Knicks gave it. You know, you know, swept. Yeah, you know, at least, the, the at least you saw a win from the Knicks today, Chris. Yeah, man, <laughs> man, I ain't gonna talk about it no more. It's enough. enough <laughs> we, we just gonna well, an impressive. Like you said, Duck was absolutely amazing. Um, he he's going to be the catalyst of this team. You know, if they're gonna do anything this year, they're gonna be the catalyst. And it just seems like Celtics. You know, Celtics crossover game, and you know they they got to figure out some things. A lot of inconsistency. We don't know who that that go to guy is. I mean, FT, you know, had a good game one, twenty one and nine, but uh, then the next game, ten and five. It just seems like a lot of inconsistency there. Yeah, with five um, turnovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, they fall to. I believe they're gonna, they're dropped to one and four in in this uh start of this season so they got to figure things out if they want to you know get back and and uh be competitive for the rest of the season because listen like uh, like uh, people don't know top 10 teams make the playoffs final two come from the ticket attorney so you want to mm-hmm. at least get in that battle for that you know that's uh, at least the top the, the bottom two you know getting that tournament 
and have a chance. So for them, they, they mm-hmm. got to they got to get better. Um, but um, like we said, tough time to be a Celtic. <laughs> tough time <laughs> to be a Celtic, you know. Uh, but Celtic gaming, you know, let's see if they figure it out. Knicks gaming comes back, and uh, they are now, um, you know, with the two and O day. Knicks gaming. They're three and two right now. So, uh, like I said, yeah. a, a, a big day for the Knicks. Big day for at least, at least for Knicks right. gaming. At least for Knicks gaming. So, uh, you know, what? <laughs> round of applause for Knicks gaming. Round of applause. <laughs> round of applause for Knicks gaming. They did their thing. They took care of business, and uh, Celtics um, got to figure things out. So, let's head on over to the second matchup. You know, Nick uh, Magic Gaming versus Seventy Sixes, and and 76ers, we all know they're led by that man, Dre, the number four pick in, in the draft. He is an absolute, I mean, dribble, 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 dribble monster. I mean, he do, 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 do. He's James Harden with that man. You know, he's special. I mean, and, you know, Magic Gaming got some guys, too, with, with Snubby and Rizzy. With that. I mean, that's talk about backcourts. I mean, that's one of the elite backcourts in this league. So they split. Uh, Magic Gaming, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Magic Gaming take care of business in game one over the Sixers, you know, uh, 65 to 58. And then game two, uh, Sixers took care of business, 78 to 70. Both these teams, I, I, these teams are, are probably going to be there at the end because they both have, you know, very deep squads. Like I said, guys who could score elite point guard play. So, I mean, this is a matchup that was very intriguing to me. You know, we saw great play. Like I said, Drake. <laughs> I mean, Dre would have maybe won, you know, uh, pl- um, in the, the the last tournament they played. He probably would have won the tournament MVP. You know, he mm-hmm. he was that good. You know, in the tip off tourney, he was that good. You know, led them to the finals, and you know they lost to the Timberwolves. But great performances by the guards in both. Of it. These were some fun games to watch. So for uh, for, for Jelani, well, any 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 takeaways from these from this matchup uh, from today? Yeah, I thought, you know, with game one, game one, um, the 76ers game, they've been high. And I know a lot of people already know, of course, but they came in this year with a whole new five. And you really never would have guessed it, well, you know, the way they performed their tournament. And even early on this year, but uh, this first game, um, you know, Magic Gaming had a, had a big second half. It pretty much would took it over the hump. And what I like that they did, too, um, you know, typically in these, in these leagues, you'll see, you know, the guards get open off the screen or whatever and try to pull a three. Um, but Magic Gaming towards the end to pretty much combat that they they fouled pretty quickly, you know, put them on the line and they actually did mm-hmm. free throws. So um, that was you know really good strategy and uh, you know gameplay and coaching uh, towards the stretch on that first game. Then the second game, again, can't hold a good team down for long. Seventy Sixers uh, DC came back strong, um, you know, with the eight point win. Uh, like we keep saying. These rookies don't look like rookies, especially these guards. And, you know, Dre had another amazing game along with one wild walnut. And, uh, you know, it was just good, I guess, and all, all in all to get the split on the day. Yep, yep, yep. Chris, any any thoughts about this matchup? Like uh, Jelani said, you know, uh, Magic, they listened to, you know, fouling at the end, unlike Denver last night against Dane. Just letting, <laughs> just letting Dane go off for threes and keep sending it to OT. But mm-hmm. – Big time game. I want to give a shout out to Walnut. You know, getting 16 and 12 in game two and also four blocks. Just, you know, playing big, doing what he had to do. So, one wild Walnut, big game for him. And, of course, like Jelani already said, man, Dre, he's, he's a different breed. 15 for 16 in game two. Only one, <laughs> one missed shot. One missed shot. <laughs> in 2K? I mean, yeah. I mean, that's hard but, to do, man. That That's hard to do, like. 
he he he's really good on the stick, man. I mean, his dribbling ability and it's. I've heard seen some people mention like, all right, he dribbles a lot, and yeah, he may dribble a lot, but he always seems like to make the right play. Like he's not just play, dribbling yeah. to find a shot; he's dribbling mm-hmm. to 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 get that center to to uh, you know. It's kind of like it's kind of like how Trey Young does in yeah, real life, in he, a sense. Boom! You hit it. Yeah. On, and I don't know why you brought. Up, I don't know why you had to bring up Trey Young game. We're over with that. So, <laughs> oh yeah, you know, uh, we, 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 we bring it. We bring it up. Hawks <laughs> any chance we get, it's gonna be a lot of comparison. Oh man! Oh man! I'm I'm sick. I'm sick to my stomach. I don't even, I don't even know how I could do the show, man. I, I was just so sick. <laughs> but yeah, Dre Trey Dre plays like Trey. It, it's you, you're absolutely right, Chris. He definitely plays like that. Uh, we had an entertaining first first quarter in, in, in that matchup to uh, in the in the second game that was really 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 exciting to watch but um Dre took over you know one wild wild nut. I mean we talked about that Jelani that's one of our favorite names of the, and you know that's mm-hmm. a former MVP he did yeah. his thing you know they have a really they're, they're like we, we saw them we saw them in the in the tip-off tourney this is a team you know um that is definitely one of those top echelon teams that we wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if they're in that in the championship picture so but magic gaming did their thing too you know they they took that game one you know sixers did mm-hmm. not shoot the ball well especially in that first quarter at first in the, they didn't play well in the first and the fourth quarter and those are the important quarters and and they didn't get the job done in that but sixers game is going to be be there and uh some good performances like we said from dre rizzy snubby you know they did their thing you know may was good too so um Great performances, and uh, like I said, a matchup that um, I wouldn't mind to see it again because these two teams bring it for sure. Mm-hmm. So, definitely, definitely good performance. And we're back on the Nothing But Net Radio channel on Dash Radio. Guys, let's talk about these next two matchups in, in the day. And we have – oh, lost my, lost my notes for a second. Mm-hmm. Lost my notes. Oh, got him, got him. Okay, bingo. There we go. All right, so let's talk about you know Pacers game and versus uh, versus Cavs Legion, and we mentioned before you know Mario, you know the Spaniard, you know um, week two for him. So Pacers game and takes care of business, seventy four to seventy in the first matchup, and then seventy nine to seventy one in the second matchup. They sweep the matchup, the you know the double header for today. So you so for guys, you know what's you know great before. Six. I think I think we know what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about six thirty. He did his thing in the tournament, yeah. uh, in tournament in, in tonight's matchups. He had a combined seventy five points today. He was absolutely <laughs> he, he he was dominant today. Um, so, guys, what, what's your takes from this matchup for today, Jelani? Yeah. Um, you know, I remember uh, you know during the tournament. Cavs Legion, you know, didn't have a great run. Still was a lot of questions about them. Um, you know, they, I guess they found some consistency, you know, with their guard, um, OFAB. But, you know, all in all, team still searching for their first win, still searching, you know, for answers uh, as a whole. I think this team is pretty really put together as well. So they, um, you know, just got a lot to figure out. But, you know, to, to talk about the winners, Pacers gaming, you know, they came out hot again, like you said. Another rookie that doesn't play like a rookie, like 40, 75 combined points, 40, you know, on this game. Um, and again, another big man, Joe Martin, double double, 
big man and guard combo. You just you just can't stop it. Like I said, they they did their job in, in the second game as well, um, finishing off Cavs, losing for the sweep tonight. So all in all, Pacers game is still playing, you know, playing higher at a competitive level. Um, their guards the thirtieth, you know, starting to figure things out. Cavs, they just have a, a lot to figure out on their end. Um, like I said, they're still searching for that first win. Man, right. No, just to to echo what Jelani's saying, man, it's it's six thirty world and we just living in it. Dude is he's on a tear. Forty points in game one, thirty five in game two. Man, anytime your 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 guard is playing like that, putting up forty and thirty five, yeah, you're gonna be a tough that's, team to beat. Yeah, that's gonna, that's you know, you in for a long one too. Like, long day, so long day is not the word. I mean, he, he put them in the blender, like <laughs> That he, I mean, you got some production. You know, Jamal did his thing. You know, uh, was solid, but it, it just come down to six thirty. I mean, yeah. 40 and six in the first game, and then thirty five and nine in the second game. You know, uh, second game had a lot, little bit of high turnovers, but you know, when you hit mm-hmm. the shots, it doesn't really matter. When you you know six threes in one game, eight threes in another game, you hit all your free throws. You know. What more can you say, man? He he, he balled out. He balled Back. out. Like yeah. that might be even an understatement. You know, he he did his thing. So and I mean, there's no no more saying about that. Like six thirty was an absolute beast. You know, so um um man, I had a, it's it's crazy. <laughs> he balled out. Tremendous performance. Tremendous performance. So um. You know, let's give him his flowers, you know. Let's give him a round of applause, 630, for absolutely balling. Oh, yeah. Give him the whole bouquet. Yep, yep, yep. A whole lot of this, too. He, he was doing a whole lot of that. <laughs> you, heard, you heard the bangs. You, heard, you definitely heard the bangs and all that. But, um, yeah, tremendous performance. They take care of business. Cav Legion has some work to do. For sure, you know uh, Mario, uh, twelve points in that first game, uh, sixteen and ten in the second game. But um, they they got some work to do, but uh, definitely on on the rise, and, and they'll be uh, be a team to watch out, you know, for the rest of the season. So let's get to the final matchup, one of the games of the day. You know, T Wolves game. We all know how T Wolves game it rolls. They just dominate everyone. Absolute dominate. And then and then game one, that's exactly what they did. They dominated it. They dominated 84-66, just took care of business. You know, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. Bear the Beast, 11-14. You know, uh, you know Shifty Kai. Shifty Kai had mm-hmm. 34. You know, Slaughter, 18. Everyone contributed, right? Miles had 8-7. You know, Big Saint did his thing, too. They contributed. But in game two, we saw a different team. Yeah. We saw a different yeah. ball club. <laughs> we saw a different team, and they take their first L. Their first L, 86-71. How to turn table. Uh, yep, oh, yeah. And we talk about guard play. We talk about mm-hmm. guard play, green line radiant. They did their thing. They did their thing. Yeah. Oh, that game too, man. Radiant. I don't know if y'all saw, but he didn't have – he had zero after one. <laughs> he didn't finish with zero. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't finish with zero at all. He, he finished with uh, a three in front of that zero. So. Yep. Right. He, he turned up. Yeah. I was about to say he um him and Greenlight that pretty much took over that second game and like Chris said, it's just a Taylor. Taylor two games, honestly, they you know, in this second matchup, T Wolves actually look like a 
you know, they was looking godly at first, like was on a tear through the tournament, was on a tear the first five or four games of the season. Um, and then they look, they look human tonight. Um, but, you know, that happens sometimes to early in the year. They're still up there in the standings. But, you know, shout out, uh, you know, Pistons Gaming for, for handing the tip off champs their first L of the year. Um, mm-hmm. you know, figuring things down that second matchup. And the key in that game too was they really slowed down Slaughter. Mm-hmm. He was dominating in game one, just getting yeah. offensive rebound after offensive rebound. On the boards, yeah. Yeah, so that game, too, I, I can tell that was probably a, a focus of theirs. And they slowed mm-hmm. him down and, and ended up paying off big dividends. And, of course, when your guards get hot and you keep a team from getting offensive boards, you end up getting a W. So. Yeah, yeah, big time. Like you said, he typically was always a double-double machine. I mean, he was only a, a rebound shot, but, you know, you know, he only had nine this game. I think he had – 14, 15, the mm-hmm. game before. So, like you said, limit, probably some of them obviously was probably off the rebounds as well. So, limiting them second chance opportunities, like you said, and then having them play, you know, pitching game and game pretty much was, you know, the reason why they won tonight. So, yeah. And, and shout out pitching game. I mean, the, the guard matchups in this one was was an elite Chef matchup. Chef's kiss. Yes. Yep. An elite, <laughs> elite matchup. But, you know, it it came down to that the big boy matchup. You know, it, it came down to the big boys doing this slaughter versus Rama, and Rama came to play. Rama came to play. He came to play, and he showed out. You know, I think a game one, twelve or thirteen from the field. Game two, you know, not not as you know, didn't have the shooting, the scoring game he wanted to, but fifteen rebounds. You know, added four yeah. assists, three steals, right. three blocks. Like he he definitely did his thing defensively against Slaughter to slow him down. And that was a big reason why, you know, Pistons game and comes away with the win in game two. But, uh, I mean, it was, it's shocking to see that L, you know, uh, you know, with, 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 with T-Wolves, because, I mean, this T-Wolves team, I mean, they, it, I mean, they got to be the favorites to, to, to win the whole thing. Like, they yeah. are the squad. I mean, we talk, you know, Bear the Beast. You know, we talk about Shifty Kyle, Miles, Slaughter. I mean, they got a big Saint, you know, Miles. They, they got a squad, you know, that elite backcourt. But this Pistons team, you know. They show they can make it happen. I think, yeah. They play to their, their potential. They're right there with anybody in the league. Exactly. exactly. They show they can play with the big boys. Yep, and you know we were still trying to figure out what this Pistons team wants because you know they come in one mm-hmm. one and one, so you don't really know, you know how they're going to gel, especially against they're going against a juggernaut like Tebow's game. And but they came in, you know, obviously both games are blowouts, but they they got one of the blowouts. <laughs> <laughs> they got one of the blowouts, and they showed that they could score. You know, uh, they could score, and when they're clicking, they got a good team, they got mm-hmm. a great team. So Pistons game and. Splits the doubleheader. T Wolves game and you know first first game was eighty four to sixty six, and then Pistons game and with the eighty six to seventy one victory in game two, a shocker of the day, definitely was a shocker. Uh, but T Wolves game is still strong. <laughs> They're still strong. They still got shifty. They still got Barry the Beast. Yeah. They they still no. got a squad. And any of no, any other take no reason to panic. No, nah, no, yeah. no reason to pack. Still early in the game. A- any other takeaways before we uh we head on out, guys? Man, I, I just it was a fun fun night of basketball. We saw some good games. 
Um, we saw some teams step up to the occasion. You know, it was, I think it's a big win for Pistons, especially coming off losing the first one. To, to win that second game and really see your team, you know, step up and, and be resilient. So a uh, big win for Pistons, um, showing what they're about. And, yeah, just a great night of, of 2K League basketball. Yeah, yeah for me, uh, anything, I mean, I'm honestly a little scared for whoever got to play T-Wolves game in that because if you're thinking about it, it's the first L they took in a minute. Like, it's the first L they took in a week. Hey, so, sometimes you get punched in the mouth for that first time. It may yeah. take you take you a minute or two bounce back, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's see yeah. how they bounce. I'm sure they'll be fine, but, you know, that first yeah. L definitely probably hurt. Yeah, but other than that, you know, 630 making his case for uh, him being the, the player the, of week two this week. Um, which I said, 75 points. Yeah. Um, looking unstoppable out there. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, great play the games. Uh, you know, like you guys said, pitching and gaming. Uh, they showed they can play with the big boys. Some other guys still have a few things to figure out, like Cavs, Legion. But all in all, great start to week two. And, um, you know, just looking forward to a great rest of the week. Yes, yes, yes. So before we officially sign off, we're going to take the last break and then – you know, summarize, you know, get some more summarization of this week and then talk a little bit about the next week of games before we sign off. So, guys, another great week, you know, great start of the week for week two of the NBA 2K League. You know, uh, some you know, we saw an upset. We saw Knicks gaming. You know, we saw a couple of sweeps. We saw some splits. Um, overall, a great, great way to start off week two of the NBA 2K League season. Block party Wednesdays. We saw a lot of the, we saw a lot of blocks. So <laughs> before we before we sign off, fellas, um, who's who's the player of the day? Who's the player of the night? I think it's pretty easy, but let me. I want to hear you guys yeah. take. Who are you going with, Jelani? Yeah, me. Uh, like I said, for the break, uh, it's just too hard to pick against six thirty. Like you can't, you yeah. you can't seventy five in two games, like. That's ridiculous. We, I think we're all going to go with 630, right? He, he, he was just a monster today. Like I said, again, a rookie that doesn't play like a rookie. You know, these guards coming in and just honestly taking over the league. They've been, the, you know, the talk of, you know, our post games pretty much every night. Like, we're mentioning one of them for sure, like, each and every night. So, again, like I said, 630 came in, finding himself in this, uh, in, in, you know, Pacers offense, and he just, he just took over tonight. Like, it was there's nothing nobody could do to stop that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like you said, we were talking about 630. I'm going to give love to somebody else, though. Okay. I'm going to give love to – I'm going to give some love to Duck. There you go. You know, okay, okay, okay. Duck, Duck had a had a big night, of course, you know, leading the Knicks to two wins. So they got the sweep mm-hmm. tonight. So, you know, his big games had 24 in the first game and also had 22 in the second. So, yeah, I'm going to give some love to Duck in uh, Knicks gaming. Completing the sweep tonight over the Celtics, and I, I mean they won two games. The Knicks could even do that in, in against the Hawks and and the Big Game. So, <laughs> so you know, got to get some love to Duck for showing up. You know, there's some guys, the Knicks, the real Knicks, you know, the Big Boy Club. They didn't show up. So, uh, but yeah, Duck Duck was pretty was was not pretty good. He was really good. Big yeah. key a why Knicks game and you know uh, finish the night you know two and zero yeah. and uh, and get back right on track. You know, uh, over five hundred. You know, uh, he, he was tremendous. So, I mean, like you said, another great night of NBA 2K League action on the Nothing But Net radio channel on Dash Radio. We are the official post game show of the NBA 2K League. 
and Block Party Wednesday was a was a tremendous another tremendous night. Looking forward to tomorrow's matchups. Like I said, be sure to to uh you know watch on YouTube and on Twitch. Action starts seven p.m. Be here for tomorrow's uh, set of games. Any any matchups you guys looking forward to in particular for tomorrow? Oh, man. Um, I know it's a bunch of matchups. I think uh, for me, it's going to probably be, I want to say next game in the 76ers. Uh, I just like watching the 76ers squad play. Um, next gaming. Uh, I think last time I seen them, they they had a they had a, a decent play against yeah, well. I believe they split. Yeah. They're two and two on the on the on the year. Um, but I think it's a team that you know match up pretty well with them. And all in all, I think it's going to be you know just another game where it's going to be heavy guard play. But I think that's the, the, the matchup to watch for me tomorrow. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, that Sixers versus Nets is going to be a fun one. You know, obviously the guard mm-hmm. play and all those and those matchups going to be you know with Dre and all that. That's going to be fun to see. So I'm looking forward to that. Chris, you got any, got any any matchup you're looking forward to? That one's going to be a good one. Let's see. Does Wolves Gaming play tomorrow as well? No, I think another one to look out for too. Just the, the but you did say Wolves Game Pistons game. I think they play they they're back they on a back to back. They like they in the league for real. But uh, <laughs> they they play they play Blazers game and so see if they can do okay. off of that uh, that yeah. win. Um, Hey, that they just that they just got off of that, that'll hey, be good. Yeah, Pacers and Kings is going to be a good one too. Those are those are two top five uh, teams right uh, in the standings right now. So mm-hmm, we, we mm-hmm. got some good matches for tomorrow. So I'm ex- I'm excited about tomorrow, um, tomorrow's state of games. But on that note, guys, you know it was it was a pleasure chopping up with with uh, my guy my guy Chris and my guy Jelani. Um, any any uh, anything you want to plug, guys, before we sign up? Where do people can find you on social media? All right, Chris, go. That's Mr. Verified. Oh, man. It's, chill out. It's, chill it's out. Verified <laughs> with that blue check. Blue, blue check thing right here. <laughs> oh, man. Y'all can find me on Twitter at Chris underscore Bolton underscore 12 and on Instagram at Chris dot Bolton underscore. So be sure to follow me. Between all about the 2K League, we'll be tweeting about the NBA playoffs. Just everything in general, man. All sports. So yep, yep, yep. I'll let you boy. And he got the blue check, so that's how you know it's him. <laughs> <laughs> Jelani. Ain't no getting it confused no more. Yeah, man. Um again, always great to be on these close games. Uh you can find me. Regular account is G the first, J E the and then one S T. Um off the or off the ball, follow off the ball, make sure to follow off the ball and all the guys over there. Mo's been on these uh post games. obviously Chris and uh, Edgar as well. Um, so definitely uh, appreciate um, everybody listening in and look forward to uh, you know, talking 2K League again tomorrow. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm Chris LeBron. You can follow me off at uh, Off the Ball Pod, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Like we said, we are the official post game show of the NBA 2K League live on the on the Nothing But Net Radio channel on Dash Radio. Tomorrow, uh, you'll have Edgar and you got Mo. You know, doing the post game show off the ball network, the official post game guys for your for uh, for the NBA 2K League. So on that note, you know, we're going to keep it 2000. We're going to keep it funky. Mr. Verified, <laughs> Mr. Jelani Hawks Brown, Chris LeBron, sad <laughs> Knicks fan again.
Much like most nights in the NBA 2K League, Thursday's slate of games was no different. We're going to start off with Sixers taking on the Nets. Now, for anyone that wasn't aware, going into this week, Sixers were one of the top teams in the league. Actually had them on our show's power rankings number two as they were undefeated a 2-0 and after week number one. So jumping into Thursday's week two action, and it's the Sixers taking on the Nets in the two-game slate. And the man, the myth, the legend, the person responsible for wins and losses this week is none other than Chalk. Now, when you look at Chalk, he is the leader of Nets GC. Big thing for the Nets is if he plays well, the team plays well. So a lot of their wins and losses are really going to come down to how good he plays. When it came to game number one, he was so good. 14 points in that first quarter. Not only that, four three-pointers and was also able to get three assists. Again, just in the fourth or just in the first quarter. And the team was able to have an eight-point lead early on in this one and actually had a 22-12 to lead at the end of the first quarter. Now, the guy that's really been setting the stage for 76ers GC, Dre, another good game for him, and he was really the reason why the team was able to stay in this one early on. Jump into the second quarter, and again, that's GC continue to play well. This time, Shots was the leader in quarter number two. And just like that, the Nets were able to have a 10-point lead going into the half. Big thing I will say about the Nets when you watch them play, and this is true of many teams in the 2K League, but if you can shoot the three ball effectively, you're going to win basketball games. And they were able to do just that. And then you look over on the 76ers side of the basketball, and you just didn't seem that same quality shooting, at least in game number one. Uh, that was a big uh, issue there. Jump to that se- uh, that's, uh, second half, and you started to see some other players take charge for 76ers. Dre was already having a good game, and he continued that in the third quarter, but one wild walnut was able to step up and get the job done in that third quarter as well. And 57-45, though, was the Nets' lead after three. And then Nets GC, really, when you get into that fourth quarter, they not really coasted, but you never really felt like overall the game was ever really in question. And again, we talked about Chalk being a big reason for that. And how about this? When the game was all said and done, a double-double with assists and points. 14 assists and 31 points. Really the storyline here. But how about 37 points for One Wild Walnut and Dre combined? So those two players really did themselves well in this loss, but it's nice to see those guys competing, and you look at that and say, all right, are they going to be able to bring that in to some success in game number two? And actually, they were able to do just that. We talked about how early on in game number one, the Nets were the ones that really kind of took charge, and in game number two, 76ers were really a big reason for that. Also, we talked about how a big reason why the Nets are able to be successful is chalk, and when you look at game number two, He just wasn't as strong or successful when you look at that second game. Now, we started off fast. 23-9 was the first quarter finish. I mean, think about that. You're up by 14 points after quarter number one. You're 76ers. You are feeling good. And they continued that in the second quarter, and they had 45-26, a 20-point lead 
going into halftime. We talked about Chalk and how he really didn't have a great game. Well, how about this? Six turnovers in that first half really set the stage and was much different from the performance that we got from him in week number one, or sorry, in game number one. And then you look over at 76ers. Uh, Steez was really, really effective, and he was able to do what we talked about in game number one that the 76ers couldn't do, which was hit the three ball, and that made a big difference. And when you look at second half of game number two, the 76ers were able to continue playing good basketball and really dominate and have a, a, a really good performance. You know, it's interesting. The 76ers, the second game of this series, looked like the team that we had seen in week number one and the team that we have seen in you know years past and also the team that we saw in the tip-off tournament. 76ers looked much more comfortable in game number two and your final score ended up being 90-59, to absolute blowout. And uh, kind of looking at this, you look at, so again, 23-9 after quarter one, 23-17 after quarter two, and then 21 in quarter three, so they won by six, 21-15, and then another 23 uh, and holding the Nets to 18 in that final quarter. So, yes, the Nets got a little better after quarter number one. When you hold a team to nine points, that's going to happen. But then you look at what the 76ers were able to do. How about consistency? 23, 23, 21, 23. That's how you're going to get the job done. And we talked about how Chalk was a big difference maker in game one and how the team can really ebb and flow with him. Four of 16 overall, two of 10 from three. A double-double, but only 11 points. That's just not going to get the job done. Uh, really unfortunate for them. But shots, another solid game with a double-double, 23-10. and 10. But the 76ers were the dominant team. They had almost five players in double digits. 21 for Dre. Uh, underrated Goat was just short with eight, but he didn't miss a shot. I mean, that's consistency right there. That's efficiency. And that's exactly what you want to see. In fact, overall, 76ers, 36 of 50 from the field, but one wild walnut, former MVP, and always one of the best players in this league. 30 points, 16 rebounds, four assists, five steals, a block, and just a single turnover. 14 of 17 from the field. That's how you win basketball games. That's how you get it done. But it is... Uh, not a sweep for either team. Both teams able to come out of this matchup with one win apiece. We jump into the next series, and it is Blazer 5 taking on Pistons GT. And it is a very similar series in terms of both teams really having one game that was theirs. And one game that they kind of planted their flag in. And you look at uh, game number one. And game number one, Pistons GT... Three-point lead going into halftime. And how about game number two? You have Blazer 5, three-point game going into halftime. I just thought that was kind of interesting as, as I'm watching this. And you're saying to yourself, what a what a strange uh, sequence of events there. And both games end up being not close, which is why I think it's so fascinating that you have a three-point game at halftime. And the team that's winning just goes on a tear in that second half. The funny thing is, and we've talked about this historically, that... When you're looking at the 2K League, there's two things that are really, really important. It's starting strong and halftime adjustments, right? So you're talking, if you start strong, you can build a pretty big lead. And a lot of times you can keep that. But then the big thing is going to be, and we've seen this time and time again in the 2K League, is that coming out of halftime, whichever team makes the right adjustments really can set the stage on whether it's going to be a blowout or whether it's going to at least be a good game. 
right? And in both of these matchups, uh, we saw close games in the first half, and then you jump to the second half, and it's like the train went off the rails for both teams. And the interesting thing, too, when I watch these games, to me it comes off the Pistons. You look at the first game, and I felt like they did a pretty good job of handling Blazer 5. And defensively, you, you saw some nice quarters. And then you go to game number two, and things were a lot different. Yeah, to me, the biggest thing, of course, was the fourth quarter in game number two, where Blazer 5 just took over. And and the guy that really set the table for them was Bash. Uh, the point guard for Blazer 5 was phenomenal in that second game. Fifth, or Sorry, 48 points. Two points shy of the 50-point uh, current season record. So he has 48 points, 10 assists, 15 to 25. I mean, that's fantastic just in terms of efficiency. But on top of that, how about nine of those are three-pointers? We talked about in the first series the importance of three-pointers, and this is another example of just that. And again, Bash was the second-best performance in terms of points, or highest-scoring points, I should say, in Season 4. Uh, the top game, of course, was Greenlight getting 50 points versus Nets GC. And then uh, Ramo uh, in that game was big as well. 24 points, 13 rebounds, 4 assists, and 3 blocks. But that's just not enough to get it done. And the big thing for the first game and for Pistons GT and how they were able to get that first win was Radiant. He was definitely the story of game number one. 39 points, 5 assists, 2 steals. And he was efficient as well, shooting over 50% from the field. And that's actually, you know, the one thing we've seen from Radiant is he's really started off this season strong. That was, so between this first game and the last game that Pistons played in week number one, he's got two 30-point performances, or 30-plus, I should say. So very impressive there. And they, very similar to Chalk and the Nets, we see Radiant is really the storyline and the guy that can kind of really get the job done for their team if they're going to find a way to win basketball games, right? That's that's just what you kind of see there. And so when we take a look at some of the other statistics here, um, starting off with game number one. Again, this is Pistons versus Blazer 5, uh, a tale of two games, of course. So starting off, uh, just kind of diving in more so to the numbers for uh, game number one. Final score, 86-71. to 71, uh, The Pistons take it. To me, I would say anything over like 15 and higher always kind of feels to me like it's like a, in that blowout category for the most part. And so 86-71 Pistons do take this first game. We already talked about uh, who was who was the really the difference maker in Radiant, but we talked about Greenlight. You know, his teammate has the record on the season, but how about him in this game? 19 points and 9 assists. Very very solid there, 3 of 6 from 3. That's going to help get the job done. You know, it's interesting. The other big guy that jumps off the page for me in in that game was Ramo. He had 15 rebounds. The next closest guy on his team had five. Rebounding can be super important here, and it's good to have a guy that's able to get the job done there. And then you look over at the other side from game number one at Blazer 5, and, you know, it's interesting. Bash was solid. Uh, 28 points, 8 assists. A really good game. And actually, four guys in double figures but just not enough in some of the other categories. I mean, pretty good efficiency actually at uh, 26 of 44. But you know, it just doesn't that just doesn't get the job done in this case. Uh, 12 of 24 from three. But 
16 three-point makes, four Pistons GT, and you look at that, and that's basically the difference in this game is the three-point shooting. And then, of course, the defense. We talked about Pistons GT really at times in this game playing locked on defense. Quarter three, they outscored Blazer 5 26-11, to and that's 15 points, and that's exactly what they end up losing by, and that third quarter really set the stage. You come at a halftime, and you can break or break things, and that was exactly what Pistons were able to do in game number one. And then looking at game number two, again, a, a dominant game, but for the opposite team, Blazer 5 win this one 81-64. to Of course, 48 points for Bash. But then how about this goofy former champion, of course, with the Knicks, 10 points, 20 rebounds, three assists. A goofy was absolutely fantastic getting the job done there. And for Pistons GT, we talked about how Ramo had a pretty good game already. But you know what hurt them a little bit was Radiant. Uh, not as effective from three, not as effective overall in terms of his efficiency. Only 16 points, just not enough to get the job done. As again, they fall 81-64, to 64, each team taking one game from Thursday night's contest. Next up we have, we talked about this um, last week's program, but this is one of those weeks where you felt like there were a ton of fantastic matchups on paper. And so you say to yourself, which ones are really going to hold true? And you come into this next matchup between the Pacers and Kings, both teams undefeated. Obviously, that's not going to hold. Who's going to be the team that ends up coming out on top? And in this case, it ended up being Pacers Gaming, not only staying undefeated after the first game, but ended up getting the sweep to finish the night 2-0 and and continue being one of the only undefeated teams on the season. Big part of that, let's talk about game number one. But for Pacers Gaming, 630, who is their point guard, was really fantastic, especially in the first half of game number one, where he was able to get 20 points and 8 assists, not in the game, but in the first half of the first game. Really set the tone early for the Pacers, who were just fantastic on this night. And then you talk about what they were able to do. You take that great first half from 630, and what was the team able to do? But they're able to build a 40-29 to lead at the half. And a big part of that, we talked about this in earlier games, but three-point shooting. They were 6 of 9 in that first half. That really set the tone for them. When you look over at Kings Guard, what are they going to do to try to come back in this one, obviously being down by 11 points? And you know what they did was they got really good game from Majestic, who was able to have a nice third quarter. And just like that, they were able to cut the lead. 55-48 to 48 was the lead after three corners. But we talked about the importance of three-point shooting, and the Pacers were able to do that to end this one. Final score after the end of game number one was 78-62. to 62. They were able to score 23-14 to 14 was the final score in the fourth quarter and 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 just they were able to pull away and that's the bottom line not much you can do at that point and Pacers continued their unbeaten streak unbeaten streak after game number one and you know we talked about the first half being good but 630 when you finish off the game 32 points 15 assists very very impressive there when you look over on the opposite side with King's guard uh, Mama I'm that man was able to get 29 points and eight assists 
I mean, it just wasn't enough. And we talk about how some teams are able to get lots of double-digit performances from different players. Lavish Phenom in this one, 17. Jamar, 14. Swizzerk, 13. They were all able to get double digits. That was fantastic. And a big reason why Pacers were able to take number one. Now, when you look at the second game, Kingsguard came out swinging. They were able to get a nice start. So that early matchup proved well to them. 16-15 to 15 after the first quarter. Big part of that, again, was Mama I'm Dat Man scoring almost all of the points in that first quarter. Jumped to the second quarter, and it was another close game. Uh, both teams, 19 points in that second quarter. So you'd look over, and there's a one-point lead going into halftime for Kings Guard Gaming. And actually, they almost got a last second, so a nice buzzer beater to end the half, but it just wasn't meant to be. Now, going into the second half, and you look at that third quarter, and we talk about how the importance of starting strong in, in the first half, in that first quarter, getting an early lead, and then how do you play coming out of halftime? And the interesting thing in this game, so Kings Guard come out, after halftime, and, and they looked really good. They were playing well, and they were able to increase that lead just a little bit. And how about this? Just to kind of set the stage, you're with you're. Uh, there are about ten seconds left in this game. There was a two point lead for the Kings, and there was a foul. Six thirty gets sent to the line, and he has the chance then to tie it up. Kings guard get the ball back after the free throw, so the game is tied. Unfortunately, they are not able to score, and we go into overtime. And when you get into overtime, the better team definitely prevailed, and it was all Pacers. And you see this in basketball games all the time, right? A team that has the lead, if they let it dwindle going into overtime, it always seems like that team that has that momentum really is just able to finish it off. And you saw that here from the Pacers after overtime, able to win 82-77. to to finish the sweep, 34 points and 13 assists, double-double for 630. And Jamar was able to get a double-double as well, 23 points and 11 rebounds. Looking over across the way at the Kings guard side of the basketball, and you know the guys that really, really step up and were able to have solid games, uh, 30 and 8 for Mama I'm Dat Man. You love to see it. He's a solid performer and another double-double for Majestic, 18 and 10. But again, just not enough as they fall 77 to 82 and the Pacers are able to get the sweep in Thursday's action. All right, now we're on to the last series of the night and that is Heatcheck Gaming taking on Hornets Venom GT. And Heatcheck, of course, are the team that has really been surprising to me. I expected bigger things from them so far in the season, but they have really struggled. Hornets, on the other hand, come into their first matchup, and they are undefeated. So they've had a solid season. Uh, taking a look at how this went. Now we come into the 2K League action on Thursday night, and these are, as we said, a tale of two different teams. And unfortunately for Hornets in the first game, Surprisingly enough, they just did not have what it took. You know, it's it's interesting. The Hornets started off this game one really solid, and then uh, they had a four-point advantage going into halftime. So they were playing the part. I thought that the Heat, what really changed this game was the second half. Again, we talk about coming out of halftime and being the team you need to be. And in the third quarter... They were 21-13, and 13, so they were able to kind of flip the script, and just like that, going into the fourth quarter, 
They've got that four-point lead, and then they start the fourth on a run of 9-0. And honestly, at that point, it really felt like the game was over. The Hornets were never able to really come back or make any sort of a a run themselves. And uh, the final score in this one was 82-70. Heat check end up winning over Hornets Venom GT. Let's kind of break down the quarters here quick. So, you know, Heat Check got out to a nice start in that first quarter, but then Hornets flipped the script in that quarter too. So all of a sudden, uh, you know, a, a nice nine-point swing in quarter two as Hornets win 24-15. to 15. And then you jump into quarter three and four, and this is the crazy part. Quarters three and four were exactly the same, 21-13 and 21-13. And for Heat Check, how about that? Uh, Sav, the point guard, 40 points, 12 assists, and a steal, 14 of 20 from the field, and 4 of 9 from 3. And overall, actually, the Heat, 10 of 18 from 3, I mean, that gets the job done. They outshoot uh, the Hornets from 3, you know, 10 of 18 versus 9 of 21. Only one more three-pointer, but a much better percentage, and in many cases, that can make a difference. The crazy thing is the Hornets got really good play from the top of their lineup, but it just did not come all the way down. You know, 23 for Sherm, 23 for Rigby, 20 for P.P. Ballin, who continues to be every season. I'm, I'm such a big P.P. Ballin fan, one of my favorite centers. Uh, all those guys were really, really solid and, and good efficiencies, but then you, you jumped on the list, and I mean, that's it. You got Trap with only four points and Crown with zero points, so uh, unfortunately, in this case, just a little bit top-heavy for Hornets Venom GT, and it just was not enough. I think the biggest thing, too, I mean, you're scoring points, right? They were able to get, they were able to score points, but they couldn't get stops, and that's uh, going to be something that has to change if uh, the Hornets are going to continue to be one of the teams to watch this season. Now, we jump to the second game, and, you know, the Hornets, to me, looked like the team that we expected them to be coming into this game. I expected them to... Pretty hand, maybe not handily, but I definitely expected them to beat the Heat in this series. I think I even predicted a sweep. But you saw in that second game, much better performance. And they actually had a 10 point lead as the fourth quarter kicked off. Now, unlike the Hornets in game number one, Miami actually was able to put up a little bit of a fight in that fourth quarter, but ultimately uh, they just were not able to do it. Now, they were within two points. Um, with under a minute to go, but ultimately we're not able to get the job done. And, uh, you know, kudos to them, but final score ended up being 73-68. to 68. Uh, Winners were Hornets Venom GT. Over Heat Check Gaming, uh, overall Heat Check Gaming does really continue to struggle. It was nice to see them get a win. At least that's a step in the right direction, and we'll see what they're able to do from there. Before we move on, let's take a look at some of the statistics here. You know, the guy that historically has really been the guy that represents Heat Check Gaming is Hotshot. 36 points and 11 rebounds in that Game 2 loss. So solid from him. A double-double again from Sav, 12-16. and 16, But just not enough guys were able to put together scoring to make a difference. Um, that was really what we looked at. You know, Deeds didn't even get a shot up. Nine rebounds, which is solid, but... That's just not enough to get a shot, not enough to get it done. And then over on the Hornets side of the basketball, you know, Sherman with 25, Rigby with 26, PP Ball with 17 and 13. You're getting some uh, good production from a number of players. You know, Crown wasn't able to do a whole lot in terms of scoring, but he was he made his one shot and he grabbed you six rebounds and three assists. He's doing that kind of Draymond Green 
uh, play with uh, good defense as well. And there's lots of things to take away from this Hornets Venom GT win to like. And so kudos to Hornets. That's going to do it for our Thursday night coverage of week number two. Coming up, we're going to take a look at the Friday games. Lots of action store from Friday's games and lots more to come on the NBA 2K League show. You're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel, and we are the NBA 2K League show, your source for all things NBA 2K League. Welcome back to the NBA 2K League show here on Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel. We're going to jump now into action of week number two from Friday night. First up, we have Hawks Talon GC taking on Raptors Uprising. And this game, I think, perfectly encapsulates what we've been talking about on this show, it seems like, for years. And that's the fast start and then how you come out of halftime. In game number one, you really saw that from Hawks Talon GC making a really big difference. So Hawks Talon comes out and they get a nice early lead and they're up 15-12 to 12 in the first quarter. Not you know, a super quarter, but it was good. And they they're able to uh, take a little bit of control, at least at that point. But then you jump to that second quarter and 26 to 14 and taking a nine point lead in the halftime was Raptors uprising. Now Raptors uprising is a team that really has struggled so far this season. So it was good to see them kind of take charge, even if it was for just a small amount of time. But this is where we go into game story. And the big thing here, you start strong, and then you jump into that second half, and you just start even stronger, and that's exactly what Hawks' talent did. They were able to uh, really overtake the lead and really cruise at that point, um, in that third quarter at least. 24-14 to 14 was their advantage, but just a one-point lead at the end of three. And then you look at the fourth quarter, and they really continued to play good basketball, and they were able to actually win this game by five points. A close matchup, but I thought you saw some nice things from both teams. Ultimately, though, the Hawks did come on top. A big part of that, too, uh, how about we jump into the numbers here? And what's impressive to me is all five of the players for Hawks GC, and this is one of the first times we've seen this. We've seen we've seen teams have really good across the board production, but I don't I can't recall at least offhand anyone so far this year, but every single one of their players, so five guys, were able to get double figures in this one scoring wise. And then how about this um Lee with a fantastic nineteen point twenty rebounds. That's right, twenty rebounds, fantastic double double, and you were able to see uh Seize, another guy that got a double double with thirteen points and twelve assists. Lots of guys really were able to take part in this victory you know looking over for the Raptors 20 points and 14 assists for Kenny Gatwork Kenny really always seems to impress us here on the NBA 2K League show and he continues to do that here in this context in this contest against the Atlanta Hawks and then um, Reese was able to get 18 and only three and all hail Trey a little bit up and down only 12 points and six rebounds Uh, let's jump in to the second set or I should say the second game of this set, and uh, take a look at how things went. But you know what? It was a lot. I would say it was very similar to game number one. Another close matchup. No team was really able to uh, pull away, but you did have a nice uh, two-point lead for the Raptors after the first quarter, and then you jump into that second one, and it was really a back and forth for both teams. 
The Hawks, though, were able to take the two-point lead into halftime. So very up and down and back and forth, which was good to see. Yeah, Again, the Raptors, what impressed me in these games is that they just seem to have a little bit more fight than we'd seen in previous weeks. But uh, unfortunately, much the same as the first game, the Hawks just did a little bit more and were able to uh, uh, come away with the victory here. But the surprising thing here, a little different from game number one, is what you saw in that third quarter was the Raptors taking over. And they actually uh, were able to uh, win that quarter 17-11, to 11, but they just couldn't withstand the the strong play from the Hawks in that fourth quarter, and it ended up being their downfall. In fact, in that fourth quarter, they only scored 12 points to the Hawks' 22, and that was really the difference maker. Uh, when you look at the Hawks, another guy we want to highlight, just like we did in game number one, is Seas, who was fantastic with 26 points. And uh, another nice game, double-double from Lee, who was able to get 14 rebounds and 11 points. Uh, very impressive there. You know, when you look at some of the other guys that got the job done, BP, how about him? I think he's, to me, he's a little bit of an unsung hero in this game. Didn't lead the team in points, but he was able to do something super impressive. 19 points, 7 assists. He was also able to add in 4 steals. Kind of that, we talked about this in an earlier matchup, but kind of that Draymond Green type game, right? Where he's able to do a little bit of everything and leads the team in, in different ways. And without him, you're not winning this game. And that's kind of how I felt. When you look over the Raptors' side of the basketball, you got 23 from Kenny at work. It was nice to see him be able to step up. He also had seven assists and then three steals. Uh, and Time the Cook was the guy with the double-double, 19 points and 14 rebounds. It seems like pretty much every team has a guy that's going to go out there and do that Kevin Love-type game, right? Going to grab the boards, going to score you some points. But you do need other guys to step up, and you did not see that from the Raptors, who do end up losing in a sweep. And the second game, 74-68, to was the final. All right, let's dive into the next matchup. We had Cavs Legion taking on Blazer 5, but unfortunately, we watched these games, and for the most part, only one team showed up. And, and heck, not even just one team, but one player in particular and that was Bash, who did just that in game number one as he really took it to Cavs Legion. But it wasn't just about that. Cavs Legion just had no answer for him, but they also just had no answer for the tough defense of Blazer 5. As we kind of break this down a little bit, 17 points for Bash in the first quarter, 24 in the first half. He was just so impressive throughout this entire game. Then you add in the second half, the defense, Blazer 5 Gaming was so impressive here. Only four points allowed in the third quarter. That's right, only four points. They were up by 26 points uh, going into that fourth quarter. I mean, at no point did this feel like it was a close matchup. You know, B Bash was uh, just able to get whatever he wanted. A super impressive stat line, too, by the way. 42 points, 10 assists, 6 steals. That's right, 6 steals. Uh, so much uh, of the, the game really rested on Bash's shoulders, who was so good for Blazer 5. Uh, Goofy added a 16-14 and double-double. Breadwinner threw another 15. And, you know, it's interesting. We talk about how important the three-point shot is, but in this game, really neither team was super effective from three. I mean, technically, Blazer 5 had one more three-pointer than Cavs Legion, but it definitely was not a difference maker in this game. What was really the difference maker was the defense. Overall, 
If you look at Cavs Legion, 18 of 41 shooting. That's one of the worst shooting performances we've seen this season. So that was really the difference maker. Final score here, 83 to 46. That is not a typo. You are hearing me correctly. 83-46 is your final. And then we jump into game number two. Now, what I liked about game number two, if you're a Cavs Legion fan, at least somewhat, was that they made some adjustments to double-team bash. And and you saw at times that that was able to, to work. But here's the problem with that is, first of all, if you're going to double-team one guy, who else is going to be open, right? So... Uh, you start off and you look at, let's take a look at the, the box score here quickly just to kind of give you a breakdown of how that ended up working. Now, I'll give the Cavs credit. This was a much better performance. I mean, very, very much so. But here's the deal. So let's say you're able to uh, stop Bash, but like quarter one, for example, you still lost quarter one. You still lost quarter two. So even if you're able to stop Bash, when you're double teaming him, you're just leaving other guys open to set the stage and to do you know, whatever needs to be done. It also felt a little bit like it was kind of that too little too late. Where was this adjustment, let's say, at halftime of last game? If you're going to make an adjustment like that, maybe to get some sort of momentum, right? Uh, But here's the thing. So they're down six at halftime, and they come out swinging in that second half. They were able to win quarters three and quarters four. So you saw a Cavs team that really was able to uh, fight through some things, and I was very impressed Uh, with what they were able to do. I mean, on the season, let's not sit here and say that Cleveland has been impressive, right? They have not won a basketball game. They haven't. And they, you know, the point differential is quite large. And so we're not sitting here saying Cavs have played well, but you're taking on a Blazer 5 game, a Blazer 5 team that has been pretty good on the season. And so you you look at that and you say, all right, it's, it's baby steps. And I thought that we saw that here in the, um, in the, in the second game, a lot more so than we have in uh, previous games. Now, I think Bash was still a pretty big storyline in this one, whether it was him getting double teamed. He definitely was much better in the second half, and um, he was able to really set the stage for his teammates, and he was able to do enough to help get the victory. And uh, in the end, the Cavs, as much as they fought... Uh, they were not able to get the job done. Uh, you know, as this game came to a close, uh, you had some some threes that kind of made the difference with a little back and forth. Strainer was solid and really impressive, but ultimately Bash, you know, despite the double team, was able to finish this game with 27 points, and uh, they end up with the close victory, 76-74. to and, uh, you know, Blazers, with those two wins, they move to 4-2. and two, And Cavs Legion, again, still has not won a game this season. I mean, it's it's been a struggle, to say the least. Let's dive a little bit more into the numbers for the Cavs. Strainer with 28 points, 8 of 14 from 3. Super impressive from him. You love to see that. And as a whole, 13 of 25 from 3, that's not bad. You look over at the, the uh, other guys that really helped this team win four guys in total had double figures for Cavs Legion so these are the little things that you're hoping to see continue uh, Ave Mario with 17 and 10 double 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 for OFAB with 16 and 14 for Blazer 5 another game we talk about and they were one point away from having all five guys in double digits but still Bash with 27 Screddy with 16 Goofy with 11-12, another double-double. He, I mean, he's a double-double machine. He gets it done every single night. 
Final score again, 76-74, Blazer 5 over Cavs Legion to complete the sweep on Friday night's games. Next matchup on the list, we have the Nets taking on Knicks Gaming and then followed by T-Wolves Gaming taking on Bucks Gaming. Uh, let's start with the Nets versus the Knicks. And in uh, both these games, very good matchups and very close games as we jump into game number one, game one of this series. We take a look at uh, how this game really broke down. And I'll tell you this, it was a good back and forth in the first half with uh, both teams you know, kind of trading blows. Quarter one went to the Nets. Quarter two went to the Knicks. Quarter three goes to the Nets. A nice back and forth. But then you jump into that fourth quarter. And to me, that was really the difference maker in this one as the Nets were able to uh, outscore 29-19 to in this game. That really set the stage for what they were able to do. And a big part of that was chalk. 38 points, 12 of 23, 6 of 14 from 3, and, and actually 8 of 11 from the free throw line. So uh, very impressive there. He also got 14 assists. I mean, come on. Chalk is doing it all. We've talked about him. Uh, we talked about him in earlier matchups, but he's been so impressive. I mean, I don't know if you can really ask for. And then you look at uh, the team as a whole, and they shot the ball really well. They had 13 three-pointers on 50% from the field. I mean, there's so much to like there. Uh, on the Knicks side of the basketball, Duck was solid. You know, 34 points, 14 assists, double-double. Uh, he was efficient from both uh, the field, and he was just shy of 50% from the three-point line. So it was nice to see that there. Uh, a lot to like from both teams, but ultimately that fourth quarter was the uh, that was the decision-maker right there. Uh, so Nets do end up taking this one at 90-83 to in game number one, jumping into game number two. And, you know, the Knicks really were were solid in that in the first half. Uh, in game number two, they were able to take a forty-seven to thirty-one advantage into halftime. Now, Nets GC, much like you saw in the first game, were able to really put together a, a nice second half. But it actually ended up coming down to really the the final few minutes of this game. They got it to single digits, which was nice to see. But then you saw things go to. I guess they jumped the lead. The Knicks were able to get back up to 10 points, and it eventually ended up going to free throws. Uh, a big part of what ended up happening in this game was the free throw line. Because, again, you talk about the importance of making free throws in the NBA, and the 2K League is no different. Looking at uh, So this ended up being such a close game, right? So 82-80 was your final. We talk about how it ended up going to free throws. Let's talk about this. It's a two-point game, right? Well, the Nets missed five free throws, 7 of 12. That's the difference in the game. They win that game if that happens. But if you look across the way, we talked about how it was a 10-point game with like around two minutes left, and it was a little bit of a foul game at that point. Six missed free throws overall for Knicks Gaming. This is such a close matchup, and free throws were really a big difference maker, but the Knicks did just enough to hold them off and split the series. Duck with 33-5, and 27 from original Malik, which was good to see. Glow with 16-11. and 11. Again, every team seems to have that guy that gets those double-doubles, points, rebounds. Glow was that guy on this night. Over on the net side of the basketball, Chalk impressive yet again, 31-12. and 12. Five turnovers, though. Um, 
that really, uh, you know, obviously isn't going to really get the job done. And shots with 18 and 13 and five assists, kind of throwing up those KG numbers. Uh, very impressive from him. But overall, you look at these uh, uh, two teams. Knicks Gaming won the three-point battle. They won the game to even the series at one apiece. Now we move on to the last matchup of the Friday night action, and that is T-Wolves Gaming taking on Bucks Gaming. And I'll be honest, we are not going to touch on this for too long. There's a reason why when we get into our power rankings in a little bit, these two teams are on opposite ends of the spectrum. And you want to know what happened in this game? Close game to start off in game number one. But it just wasn't just wasn't meant to be. It was two points after quarter one. And after that, T-Wolves Gaming never looked back. They did not allow the Bucks to score more than 12 points in any quarter. But that wasn't stopping them from scoring just a monster amount. 27 in the second. 19 in the third. 41 in the fourth. 41 to 12 in the fourth. So incredibly impressive. And I'll tell you this, there's a reason why Shifty Kai ended up being your player of the week uh, for the 2K League week number two. I mean, this is his, this was his time to shine, and he absolutely did that. Uh, when we took a look at some of the specifics for him, 52 points and 13 assists. So impressive in that first game. And the other guy that always gets the job done is Bear to Beast, and he did it again. A nice double-double with points and assists. 112 to 59 was the final in this game. Now, of course, we always at least take a look at the other team and see what they were able to do. Not much. Although a nice double double from Reg, 21 and 13. And an impressive stat line. I'll give you this Plondo, 14, 7, 5, and 2, right? He did some things that were really impressive. And we talk about the importance of having that guy that gets that double double, right? They didn't have that guy. Now, Plondo was able to get a nice stat line to make up for that, but it seems like if you're going to be successful in the 2K League, you need that guy that's going to get the job done, get you that points, rebounds, double-double uh, on a nightly basis, and Bucks just were not able to do that in game number one. Jumping into game number two, I'll give them credit, right? This was a much better performance for Bucks Gaming, but how much of that was just the Wolves saying, we only have to do so much to win this basketball game? And... uh you look at game number two, and Shifty Kai was just massive again. Uh, he actually, I think, uh, had a chance to maybe hit 50 again, but he didn't need to. Finished 38 points in this one. So, you know, on the night, we're talking about a guy that ends up scoring 90 points between the two games. That's unbelievable. So impressive. And uh, winning that second game, Minnesota was able to move their record to 7-1. and one. I'm so impressed with Minnesota. They were my pick to win the championship when the season started, especially after the tip-off tournament, and they have continued to impress. Definitely one of the best teams in the NBA 2K League so far this season. Uh, on the opposite side of things, Milwaukee, they are not 7-1. and one. They are 0-6. The final score in this matchup ended up being, again, uh, closer, but I don't think it really tells you the story. But it was uh, 91 to 81, so a little closer. Bucks can maybe go into uh, the break feeling a little better about themselves. Although, uh, I mean, winning 28 to 19 in that fourth quarter, right? That was the difference maker because before then they were, for the most part, dominated quarters one through three. You know, you, you know, you notice this in the NBA, but teams will do just enough to get wins, and you kind of felt that way with T Wolves Gaming. They didn't really feel the need to overexert themselves here, and you know they got a nice, a nice victory. 17 three pointers. 
for T-Wolves Gaming. Here's the funny thing. The Bucks got 14 threes. That would have been one of the better performances of the night in terms of three-point makes, but it just it just wasn't enough. The T-Wolves are absolutely dominant. Bear to Beast with 22-16 and 16 double-double. They got, how about this, a triple-double. I don't know why this isn't getting more... Uh, more press, but a triple-double for Slaughter. 19 points, 11 rebounds, 10 assists. Man, this T-Wolves game, this T-Wolves gaming team is so good. And I just don't see anyone in the league right now that's that's going to be able to compete with them long-term. We'll see. We're only two weeks in. Lots of stuff can change, but at least early on, I'm just so impressed. Uh, Reg with another game that was solid for Bucks Gaming. 21-19, to 19, nice double-double. And you know, 22 from Lottie. A few guys were able to do... Uh, things and this was a better game, but I think ultimately it just a lot of it was T Wolves game just not caring all that much uh, when it came down to the wire. Final score again, ninety one to eighty one. That does it for week two Friday night. Uh, more coming up with a look at Saturday night's action. You're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing Minute Channel, and we are the NBA Two K League Show, your source for all things NBA Two K League. What's going on, 2K League GGs? It's your boy Mo from Off the Ball Network in the building here covering the NBA 2K League show live. Off the Ball Network, I got my guy, the one and only. The Prez is in the building. My guy, Chris LeBron from the Off the Ball podcast. Chris, what's going on, brother? Hey, man. It's a pleasure to be on with you. Another wild night in the NBA 2K League. You know, it's it, it, it uh, it was a lot of stuff happened today. A lot of stuff we didn't expect. A lot of you know some some crazy scoring. So uh, I'm excited to dive into these games, man. It, it was uh, a lot of explosiveness that happened with players, you know. So I'm excited to talk about what happened today. One hundred percent. And to be honest, tonight the theme of the night to close out week two of season four of the two K League was the Saturday night showdown. But Chris. Wasn't much of a showdown tonight. <laughs> you know, we were talking about this before. It's like, there was a lot of blowouts. A lot of blowouts. And um, we saw some, some wild performances. But another day, a lot of sweeps, too. You know, um, it, it was great. I think, did we have four for four on sweeps? Four for four on sweeps. Yes, we did. Four for four on sweeps. Another day of sweeps. It, it uh, it so far what I've seen early in this season is we're seeing teams that are coming out strong. You know, um, it's very top heavy, and then the bottom is, you know, some surprises. And I'm sure we're going to get into some of the surprises of our teams who had success last year. But top heavy. A lot of teams that are still trying to see, trying to get that first win of the year. But overall, we're talking about a lot of blowouts so far this season. A lot of blowouts. Not a lot of defense, you know, happening with a lot of teams. So uh, a crazy, crazy, crazy night. You know, uh, showdown Saturday, man. It, it, it was a lot of craziness. A lot of things. I was like, wow, I didn't expect that to happen at all. But. Wild night. Yeah, one hundred percent. So let's get let's get straight into the first series of the Saturday night showdown. Heat check gaming versus Hawks Talent Gaming. Game one. The Heat were up through one, twenty one to eighteen. Sav had eight points. Hawks Talent had a fire, a fire second quarter. 
up 47 yeah. to 34. Seas with 14.7 assists. BP had 13. Sad for the Heat was 17.7 assists. Hot shot 10 points, 5 for 5 from the field. He didn't miss a bucket until the second matchup late in the game. Only missed two shots on the night. Through three, the Hawks were up 62 to 48. BP had 19 points. Sav was leading all scores with 22. Hot shot, eight for eight. 16 points. He hasn't missed a shot through three quarters. The Hawks build on their lead, winning by 20, 89 to 69. Sees with a great game. 33 points, 10 assists. BP finished with 24. Sav was on fire though, even in a loss. Finishes with 35 points, 11 assists. Game one. What were your thoughts on game one, Chris? Um, your boy Sav, man, he, he needs help. <laughs> you, you, you guys, Sav, you know, he, he needs help. I mean, it just seems like it's just him and Hotshot for the most part doing doing damage. And it's just not going to be enough. He checked gaming only, what are they, one and seven in the season so far. You know, it's been a, a little bit of a rough goal for them this season. But Sav has showed out. He showed out in both games, and we'll get into the second game, too. I mean, he had a combined – I think he had 74 points. He had 74 points combined in both games. You know, like I said, Hotshot was it was very good, but everyone else was MIA, man. It, it just – not a good performance by, by Heat Check, but let's give let's give uh, kudos to Hawks Talent, man. They showed out. Seas is an absolute monster. Definitely, definitely, you know uh, – in the running for player of the night. He had a monster game one, and I'm sure we're going to talk about game two. He was fair. But game one, 33 and 10, zero, zero turnovers. Yeah, 100%. That, that, that's the right there. No turnovers, 10 assists. That's the type of point guard I want on my team. And then we're going to go into game two. The Heat looked to bounce back. Not much change. The Hawks up one, uh, up through one, 26 to 17. Seas had 13 points. Lee came through with 10. Hot shot was leading the Heat through one with eight points and a perfect four for four. He had almost a perfect night tonight. Hawks get the team takeover early in the second quarter. They were up 44 to 39 at half. Obviously that team takeover through halftime. Basically boosted the Hawks and, and got them through this game. Seas had 18 points, 9 assists. Sav with a 20-piece McNugget, 6 assists, no sauce. Hawks were up 8 after 3, though, 61-53. to Seas had 28 points, 9 assists. Sav had 27 points and 9 assists. The Heat come within 2, a little over 2 minutes left in the game. But the Hawks win 88-79. to Seas with a late game takeover. He finished with... 50 points and 11 assists. He had a 50-piece. What drive through can you go to and get a 50-piece? That was going to cost you a lot of money. Sav had 39 and 12, and the Hawks win the series 2-0. Chris, tell me what you think about Caesar's performance because through three, he had 28 points. He scored another 22 in the fourth quarter. He put his team on his back. He put his team on his back, and he helped them fly through you know, uh, and dominate. The dominant performance, one of the best performances so far in this early season. He absolutely balled out. And he's, listen, we see a lot of great guards in this league. There's, you know, a lot of great guard play. But Jesus, he's climbing up that guard ranking, especially in the point guard ranking where it's, you know, we got a lot of great point guards. He's, He's getting up there. He might be the best guard, period, in this in this league. So, 
great performance, great performance, put his team on his back. But even Lee had almost had a triple-double. So they got, you know, great performances from other guys too. And uh, But it, it was all about Steve. He took over. He, he put it down. Even when he checked in, it looked like it might come back. Steve just, you know, <laughs> he had nine threes. I mean, he, he, he uh, great performance. I mean, man, one of the best performers so far in this, two, like, in this early season. So shout out to him. Spoiler alert, that's my player tonight. So, <laughs> I mean, 100%. No way you can't have a guy who had 50 points game one and had 33 points game two, finishes with double-doubles in both games and not be Hooper tonight. It would take a hell of a play by any one of these other players, and I don't think anybody else matched it. But moving on to game two, or not game two, the second matchup of the night, Lakers gaming versus Kings guard gaming. Obviously, all eyes are on Mama, I'm that man, and crazy. He was the number one draft pick for the Lakers. The Lakers have not had much success, and boom, it continues tonight. All Like I said, all eyes were on the number one pick, crazy. Lakers were up at halftime, 34-27. to 27. Crazy had 10 points. Reese the God with 12 points, 6 assists. Mama had 8 points at halftime. My thoughts when Mama only had 8 points at halftime was this. He needs some milk. He needed some <laughs> milk. But the Kings guard took the lead through 3 with a hot third quarter. And they win the game 66-60. to 60. Mama finishes with 22 points, 10 assists. Simo had 23. Chris, game 1, Lakers versus Kings. What was your thoughts? I mean, it was one of the better games of the night. Like, like I said, we didn't get a lot of great you know, uh, competitive games. Like I said, we had a lot of blowouts uh, tonight, but um, this was definitely one of the better games. A defensive struggle, you know, in the second half, especially Lakers gaming, didn't really um, come to play. You know, they only had eight points at, at in the third quarter, just really couldn't find their rhythm. Guys didn't show up. I mean, we talk about crazy. He was a number one pick, and – didn't have a good day. He, he just really didn't have a good night at all. You know, 12 points, you know, in game one. I think game two, he only had, what, six points or something like that? Like, he didn't show up and six points and nothing else, right? So, he's going to have to step up his game. He was a highly, you know, touted pick. So, he needs to show up for Lakers gaming. They expect a lot from him. His Lakers gaming team just, I don't know, man. They're, they're missing they're missing a lot. They still need – they got a ways to go. But just give – Kudos to, to Kings Gaming. You know, Mama, I'm that man. Bowled out. He bowled out. Like we talk about the guard play, Mo. Another great guard in this league that just absolutely showed out. Almost so. Oh, he had a double double in both games 22 and 10, 34 and 10. Bowled out. Um, and I just wanted to say this one name Bohio. <laughs> Bo H. Bo H. Hey, Bo H didn't show up in game one, but game two, you know, uh, best performer from Lakers game. But blowouts, you know, we saw a lot of blowouts. This one was by far the best game. And if Lakers gaming had just showed out in that third quarter, you know, they got outscored by 12 in that third quarter. And that was the difference of the game. I know people talk about, you know, it's, it's not how you start, how you finish. But in between, you know, you can't, score eight points in the third quarter in 2K League. You just can't do that. You know, I mean, yesterday we saw a game where uh, I forgot who threw it, but we, had, we saw a four-point quarter in the third quarter. You can't do that and expect to win. So 
Lakers game got to show, uh, got to perform better. You know, rough start to the season. Crazy's having a rough start, you know, uh, to his rookie season. But I, I expect him to bounce back. And uh, also, Bohayo, Bohich, Ayo. Game Bo-H two will be better. Yep, and like you said, game two. It was all about the Kings through one. They were up 18 to 10. Mama had 12 points and three assists. The Kings went up at halftime, 46 to 27. Mama, I'm that man. Continue this takeover with 21 points and seven assists. This game was not close. Lakers gaming. They've been bad for a while. They really haven't had much success as an organization in this 2K league. Reese the guard for the Lakers with 12 points at the half. Kings guard gaming was up 65 to 40. Mama had 32 points. They took off and haven't looked back. Kings guard gaming went 78 to 57. Like you said, Mama, 34 points, 10 assists, two double doubles, back to back. Kings sweep the series 2-0. Like I said, we're back live on the NBA 2K League show on Dash Radio on the Nothing But Net channel. And let's get into the second half of the games. Chris, how you doing? You got some, you got your little water break? Got my water break. I'm ready to talk about these second games and, and all these blowouts. You know, uh, man, blowouts, 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 man. We got a, we we got too many of them, and and we're gonna talk about one of these teams. Just the disappointment of the start of this season because it was unexpected, but I'm sure we're going to get into this. Let's talk about it, Mo. Yeah, 100%. So, as you said, we're going to talk about one of the teams who've been, I hate to say it, but one of the biggest disappointments in the 2K League, and that's the team that went undefeated last year in the regular season. Raptors uprising. They played against the Hornets, Venom. Raptors uprising. This is all I have to say about y'all performance. Bruh. And like I said, let's get into game one. Hornets were up 21-15. Everybody on the board after one. Kenny got work. Only has six for the Raptors. He needs some milk. Then the Hornets go up 38-32 at the half. Hornets big three, Sherm, Rigby, and Pete B. Balling all in double figures. Kenny got work for Raptors. Was leading all scores with 17. So it looks like he went and got the milk that we said he needed. Through three, the Hornets were up. 54 to 43. Sherman Rigby with a combined 34 points. Kenny got work with a two point quarter. That just won't get the job done. Nope. And then the Hornets win 74 to 56. Rigby with 24 points. Kenny, zero points in the fourth quarter. What was going on with Raptors uprising in game one, Chris? Kenny show up. It's just been the story of their season. No one showed up. It's just, it's really surprising how bad they've been this year. I mean, it, it started off from the tip-off. You know, um, as we got into this, you know, getting acclimated into the 2K world, we understood that Raptors was a big deal last year. They did, you know, obviously they didn't win a championship, but they were undefeated in regular season. And a lot of people were really surprised when they started off 0-4. And... They just have been a massive disappointment. It, they didn't show up in this game. It's a simple mo. No one played up to their level. You, you saw, you saw it in you know whenever they will go backstage and show them. It just didn't look right. No cohesion. It, it just fell off, and then they followed it up with a with a, the, the same performance in the second game, but not a good performance in game one. And it, it just, it, it, I hate to say this word, but it's embarrassing in a sense, like. You know, um, but let's give kudos to to uh, to Horns, man. I mean, they came out, they did their thing, they took advantage of a team that's just in shambles right now. 
and they dominate. They dominate both. I mean, the Raptors team needs to figure out, you know, what's going on because um, it's very disappointing to see what they're doing right now. 100%. Like you said, it was no better in game two. They came out, the Hornets Venom came out on Fuego. Up 25 to 9 at the end of one. Rigby had 11 points. Sherm had eight. Second quarter was much of the same. Hornets were up 47 to 19. Rigby has 16. (laughs) Sherm 13. And a surprise Hooper crown. We talk about the Hornets big three, but crown comes through as the third option. Has 13 at the half. Kenny with only eight points. The Raptors are really struggling. Hornets were up 66 to 38 through three. Rigby had 22. Kenny with only 11 for the Raptors. He needs some milk. And the Hornets win 90 to 58. Kenny. Oh, Kenny. Shout out to Kenny. Everybody says he might be the best player to ever step on the sticks in the 2K League. And he had two disappointing performances. Come on, man. Chris, what do you think about the Raptors uprising getting swept? You would think, all right. Like we mentioned before, sixteen and zero. You know they they would they would uh, come out the season swing and try to get you know try to get back and maybe you know win it all this year, right? Last year they you know they didn't get the job done, right? Undefeated regular season, they kind of pull the Patriots, right? It, it even quicker, right? They got bounced even quicker, you know. Um, but their last win was against the Horns in the playoffs last year. That's it. Like you would think they come in ready to go and you get your you get your rear end kicked in game one and you come back in game two and just absolutely lay an egg. They just didn't perform again. Like um it, it's it's tough, you know. Kenny got work like you mentioned, one of the best in the league. He you know, didn't show up in game two that much. You know, I know he had sixteen and five and people are like, Well, he did all right. No, you expect more from him. He's one of the best in the league, but just a disappointing performance, but I want to give major, like you said, let's give let's give shout out to to Hornets. Everyone showed out. Everyone contributed in both wins to um to sweep the the series tonight. So let's give them credit. Sherm, you know, Rigby Trap. Let's give them all credit. They all balled out, and you know, um, Hornets. You know, they are they're on the rise. But man, it's just really disappointing to see. You know the Raptors just struggle this bad. And I don't know how they fix it, but they're going to have to fix it quick or else their season's going to go up in flames. <laughs> quick little plug right there. You're right. Their season will go up in flames if they don't turn it around. Moving on to our last series of the night. It's almost wrapped up for y'all folks. Grizz Gaming versus Bucks Gaming. Bucks Gaming, another team. They're over. They're over. They haven't won a game. And the Grizz go up through one, 18 to 16. Vandy had nine points. Another guy who just really hooped his butt off tonight. One, You know, probably the runner-up of Hooper of the night. Between him, my mom, that man, and C's, they put on some shows. Second quarter, the Grizz pulled away 40 to 29 at half. Vandy with 16.711 from the field. Reg with only six points. Definitely expected more. The Bucks gaming are not going to win games if Reg does not do what he needs to do. Third quarter was more of the same. The Grizzlies put a pounding on Bucks gaming. They were up 66 to 41. Through three, Vandy had 24 points and 11 assists in the authentic African. With 14 points and 15 <laughs> rebounds, domination on the boards. The Grizz win 
87 to 66. Vandy had 27 points, 14 assists. The authentic African had 16 points and 16 assists. Reg finally got it together for Bucks Gaming and had 22 points and 11 assists, but it was a blowout. They lost by 21. Chris, thoughts on game one? Man, like you just said, the authentic African. He just grabbed all them boards. He, he was dominant. We know Vandy. It, it's, we know what we're going to get from Vandy. Vandy was the player of the week last week. He, he's one of the, like I said, with so many great guards, he's, he's one of the top echelons, one of the elite guards in this league. Bucks gaming is, <laughs> man, if I had my air, my, my, I know you're on the soundboard today, so, but if I had a sound where they get that, I mean, it, it's, it's rough. It's a, we're rough out here for Bucks gaming. They, uh, they just, they're strong. I mean, Reg, you know, um, he did all right, but that rest of the team, you know, Plondo was solid. The rest of the team just, just <laughs> they got to, they got to, they got to score more, man. You can't have a second and third quarter. You can't end the first half, start the first half, and just score thirteen and twelve points. You're just gonna get the job done. You're not, you, you know, you're not gonna get the job done. So, you know, but but Vandy. You know, authentic African <laughs> and everybody else showed out. So great! I, I I love when I when I look at the stat sheet when I watch the game and I see everyone contributing. Everyone's got double digit points. Multiple guys with double digit rebounds. Just to me, that's that shows that um, you're you're everyone's working with each other, and that's just great. So that's a big reason why Grizz just absolutely dominated and are and they're one of the te- one of the one of those top tier teams that are going to be vowing for a championship this year in, in season four. Yeah, 100%. And like you said, I mean, I'm in control today. And shout out to Bugs Gaming. There we go. Yeah, I hate to do it to them. But let's close it out and talk about game two. The Grizz were looking to go up 2-0. They handled business early at the end of one, up 25-16. to Vandy continues his game one dominance, 12 points in the first quarter. Grizz go up 39-26 at the half. The authentic African. With 15 boards, Vandy had 13 points. Spartan comes through. 15 points. He had to get his name out there. Red struggled with seven points and four fouls. He needs some milk. Grizz were up 63 to 43 through three. Vandy had 16. The authentic African. With 15 points and 19 boards, Spartan was leading the team with 19. And the Grizz win 85 to 55. Chris, before we close out, just give me your final thoughts on tonight and the night of what we would call the night of sweeps on the Saturday night showdown. The authentic African grabbed all every. It felt like he grabbed every rebound. I think he out rebounded. Um, <laughs> he out rebounded the Bucks game by himself. Um, but overall, teams need to step up. Teams need to step up because we saw way too many blowouts. No, I think we had one really competitive game um, earlier. Um, that was a six point game. That's it, Mo. That's it. We need to see more competitive, you know, games. You know, we're seeing a lot of blowouts. And teams, hey, you know, teams are going to have to figure stuff out because there's way too many blowouts. Teams have to learn how to adjust. We talk about adjustments in the pro game, in in real life. You got to be able to adjust. And these teams don't seem like they're adjusting and the chemistry is not there. So, you know, all these teams going into, the you know, their next set of games, 
they they got to figure it out because we saw we saw a lot of blowouts and, and a lot of frustration. You know, a lot of frustration. And what I loved about Grizz Gaming is that you they show the clip of them going at each other, but you know, it's all you know, and they're up twenty. But and that's what shows that they hey they know that it could go like that, and they're going at each other. So um, shout out to Grizz Gaming for for a great performance and. You know, they took the teams that swept today took care of business, and the teams that didn't, they showed <laughs> that they did it because they didn't come prepared. And you don't come prepared, you lose by twenty every game, and you get swept. So Raptors gaming, get get your stuff together. Bucks gaming, get your stuff together. And all the other teams, get your stuff together, or else you're gonna be sitting home while everyone else has a chance to win a championship for season four. So, guys. Just step up your game for next week. You know, get for you got you got what Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. You got three days, and then all day Wednesday to get it ready, get prepared, ready to go season. You know, for week three of the of season four of the NBA two K league season. So figure it out, guys. Yep, one hundred percent. And there you have it from my man Chris. Hey, before we close out and play our last song to close out the show, make sure you go to offtheballnetwork.com for all your sports needs and entertainment. Check out my podcast, Up in Flames. Check out my guy, Chris, the Prez, the man with the plan, the guy who made it happen, Off the Ball Podcast. And shout out to everybody at the Wonderful Network. Shout out to our partners over there at Dash Radio for blessing us with this opportunity. And there you have it. So to close out the NBA 2K League show tonight... All right, let's end this week's NBA 2K League show with the uh, right way and the strong way, which is taking a look at the NBA 2K League power rankings brought to you by the NBA 2K League show. Uh, Let's kick it off. Remember, this is teams 1 through 23. There's 23 teams in the league this season, starting off with the Bucks at 23. Bucks are 0-4 this week, and they were a minus 114. Yikes. They are 22nd in the standings and 0-8 on the year. Now, some people are going to say, wait a minute, how are they 22nd when there's 23 teams and they haven't won a game yet? Well, let's talk about that. And as the NBA 2K League recently came out and kind of gave you a breakdown of how the standings are actually set up. So it starts with uh, the first thing is win percentage overall. Then it goes to -to head-to-head record, win percentage within conference, the average point differential, average points scored, and then random draw. Now, they do have uh, more on this. If you go to their website, you can take a look at 2kleague.mba.com slash standings, and that's going to give you all that information. And you can actually take a look at previous years as well. So uh, that's kind of interesting there. Again, we touched on all the different things that matter. So it's uh, they talk about win-loss, percentage, uh, difference, they go over some of the other things, too, you know, in terms of win streaks, that sort of thing. But, yeah, it does have it uh, set up that way, and Bucks are 22nd. So, again, go take a look, 2kleague.nba.com slash standings, or you can follow them on at uh, NBA2kleague on Twitter. That's a good place to find a lot of the information that we talk about here on the NBA2k League show. Uh, next up at 22, we have the Raptors. They finished this week 0-4 a negative 62-point differential. Uh, by the way, both these teams, Bucks and Raptors, were at their respective spots last week. So we have no changes there. Raptors, by the way, are 20th in the standings, and they are 0-6 on 
on the season. Moving on, we have at 21, the Cavs, who dropped one spot. They were 20th last week, 0-4 on the week, a minus 51, 19th overall in the standings, and 0-6 on the season. Next up, Lakers, 0-4 on the year after this week, as they do go 0-2 yet again. They were 19th last week. They dropped one spot to 20th, minus 27-point differential. They are 23rd in the standings. At 19, the Heat drop back two spots. They were 17th last week. They were 1-3 in week number two, a minus 22 differential. 17th in the standings, 1-7 record on the year. Yikes. It is not going well for the Heat. At 18, we have the same team that was 18 last week, the Celtics. 0-2, a minus 6-point differential on the week. And 16th in the standings, they are 1-3 on the season. At 17, we have the Mavs, who drop one spot, although they did not play this week. Mavs with the week off, 0-0, of course. They are 21st in the standings, 0-2 on the season. At 16, we have, you know, a Knicks team that is a little bit on fire. If you look at just the record, that is. 3-1 on the week. Just a plus one, though, surprisingly. And they were 21st last week, so they jumped five spots. They are 15th in the standings and 3-3. Three and three, That 500 record looking pretty good. And hopefully this last week gives them a little momentum to start making a jump. Again, they jump five spots. Who knows? Next, Nets up next. They were 14th last week, dropping one spot to 15. They were 2-2 two and two in week number two, but a minus 17 point differential. Definitely not what you want to see if you are a Nets fan. 13th in the standings, however, 4-4 four and four on the season. At 14, Gen G, they dropped two spots. They did not play a game. O-N-O, uh, of course, for the week. They are 18th in the standings at 0-2 on the season. Remember, that 0-2 is very deceiving as they played two very close games. Could have very easily been 2-0 after week number one. 13th, we have the Kings, who dropped three spots. They finished this week 2-2, two and two, a plus six for the point differential. They are 11th in the standings, 4-2 and two on the season. At number 12, we have the Pistons, who dropped four spots. They were eight last week. You know, that was a team that was impressive in the tip-off tournament, but really hasn't moved the needle enough in the first two weeks of the season. They had a minus five point differential in week number two. They are 14th in the standings with a 3-3 three and three record. Next up, we have the Hawks, as they actually move up four spots. Hawks were very impressive. 4-0 on the week, a plus 41. They are 12th in the standings and 5-3 and overall. At 10, we have Blazer 5, who moved up three spots. They were 13th last week, 3-1 and and a plus 41 for week number two. Very impressive for Blazer 5. They are 10th in the standings, sitting at 4-2 and on the season. Hornets up next. They are the nine spot. They moved up two spots from 11 last week. Three and one. Very impressive. And a plus 43. Lots to like if you are a fan of the Hornets. And then if you take a look at the standings for the Hornets, the Hornets right now are sitting in the five spot. They are five and one on the season. Next up, the Magic. They actually drop three spots from five to eight with a one-in-one week, a minus-one point differential, but they are ninth in the standings with a respectable four-and-two record. Sixers, one of the biggest droppers this week. They were number two 
Uh, coming into the week, they were actually undefeated, uh, but they do end the week uh, two and two and four and two overall. Now, a plus twenty-three point differential, very impressive. We would definitely take that. But they are eighth in the standings with that four and two record on the season. At six, dropping one spot are the Jazz, and they only drop one spot because they did not play. They weren't able to uh, make any sort of movement, but Jazz have been very good on the season, 3-1, and one, and they are 6th in the standings. Another team that dropped one spot but did not play a game, and that is the Warriors. They were 6 last week. Now they are 5. I should say, actually, I moved them up slightly. And uh, so they are sitting at that 5 spot. And uh, actually, same with the Jazz. I take that back. Just some of the teams up top really did not impress. And so you look at the Jazz and the Warriors, even by not playing, they were impressive enough when they did play in week number one that you move them up just slightly. Again, so the Jazz, they were seventh. They move up to sixth. In the standings, they are sitting at sixth as well, 3-1 and in the season. And the Warriors, how about this? They are first in the standings at 2-0, and and they moved up from six to five. Now we are into the top four of the power rankings for the NBA 2K League through week number two. Taking a look at number four, we have the Pacers, one of the biggest jumpers. They move up five spots. And you know why? Because they are 6-0. and Very impressive for them. In this week, they were 4-0, a plus 33-point differential, and they are second in the standings. Ninth last week, fourth this week. At three, we have the Wizards, who were uh, three last week as well. They do not make any sort of a change there. They stick at that three spot. They are seventh in the standings at three and one on the year. At number two, you have Grizzlies, who move up two spots from four to two. They were two and all in the week, a plus 51-point differential. Very impressive there. And they are fourth in the standings, five and one on the season. And then we top it off with my favorite team so far in this early season. That is T-Wolves Gaming. They had an impressive 3-1 and one week 2, a plus 66. They are third in the standings, 7-1 and one overall. Taking a look at uh, some of the top performers in week number 2. You know, you look at uh, the NBA 2K League did a player vote. You could vote for who you thought had the best performances. And really the, the big names this week were 630. You had C's, Bash, and Shifty Kai. So very impressive weeks for all of those players. Lots to like uh, from what you've seen so far from those guys through two weeks of the season. Uh, Very impressive. Uh, Let's take a look here. If you look at uh, some guys that really have stood out so far early in the season, and they actually did highlight some of these players on the uh, NBA 2K League Twitter page. Uh, one specific example, I thought this was kind of interesting, is they did a uh, mystery player. So they said, all right, player A or player B, who are you taking? And then uh, you had to guess, and then they were able to uh, kind of show the statistics. So if you look at 630, 34.8 points per game, 9.4 assists per game, uh, 45% from three and 52% almost from the field. And then you look uh, down the road just a little bit, and you have one wild walnut, 79% basically from the field, two blocks, two and a half steals, 12.2 rebounds, and 21.2 points per game. Honestly, if you had either of those players on your team, I think you're going to have a lot of success going into this season. Lots to like there. And again, your player of the week, Shifty Kai, 36.3 points per game and five assists per game for our top-ranked T-Wolves Gaming. 
He has been so impressive, and uh, if, if, if you ask me, he's going to continue that dominance, and so are the Wolves. Let's take a look at some of the other statistics here in the 2021 season. So your points per game leader on the season is 630 for Pacers Gaming. 34.8 points per game on the season. Uh, other notable names, we talked about Shifty Kai. He's at 28.5 on the season, which is really impressive. And then uh, Bash is up there with uh, just under 33 points per game. Lots of guys are really setting the stage for a good season. Lots to like there. Let's take a look at the rebound leaders through week number two. Lee is your leader for Hawks Talon at 14 a game. That's when you account for how many games played, I guess, is the way they have this set up. Uh, but Authentic African, 16.8 rebounds per game. Authentic African, just time and time again, gets the job done. Very impressive for him. He is uh, number one. You know, it looks like, okay, It's very, I don't know how they have this ranked on the website, but it says per game, regular season rebounds. But then it's, uh, it's a little goofy in terms of who's actually in the lead. So... I don't know. Lee, Lee, they have listed at number one, and they have type at number two with 12 and 16.8 for Authentic African. Moving on to some of the other stats, how about assists? Who's getting the job done as a Dimes leader? Some of the names that jump off, number one, CB13 for Warriors Gaming, the number one team in the standings, 15 assists per game. Then you have Chalk for Nets GC at 13.9. Reg is up there with 11.4, but... You know, when you're on a team that's like the Bucks and playing as poorly as they are, it's probably a little tough to get noticed league-wide. For steals, BP getting the job done 2.4. Antoine at Warriors Gaming with 3. And a number of guys in that, like, 2, 2.5 spot, uh, including One Wild Walnut, XO LeBron. Very impressive statistics and season so far for them. For blocks, let's take a look at some of the guys, some of your leaders, Chaos is one of the leaders for Warriors Gaming. And you see a lot of Warriors players on this list. It's no shock that they are number one in the standings, having a very good season. Uh, Chaos does lead the way. And then you have Crazy with 1.8, who they do list as the number one. Uh, so interesting there. And then Goofy and Authentic African, 2.7 and 2.6, respectively. How about for shooting? Who's the guy that's leading the way? Field goal percentage-wise, well, guess what? Another Warriors player. Hezzy, 90, just short of 92% from the field. So incredibly impressive there. P.P. Ballin, one of our favorites here on the NBA 2K League show, 88.4%. And Jomar with 88.9. And we'll end it off here with three-point percentage. And the leader in the clubhouse is turn-up defense and Bobby Don for Gen G Tigers, and that is 100% from the field is what they're listed at right now. Uh, legit for an SGC is 80, and Miles for T-Wolves Gaming is 75.9. Head and take a look at week three. Let's get some predictions on the books. How are things going to go for the respective teams? Uh, starting off on night number one of week three, we have, and that is June 9th. Again, you can listen to it here on Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel. You can also watch it on Twitch and YouTube. So taking a look here, first matchup of the week, 76ers taking on Wizards District. This is going to be a fun matchup. Wizards, of course, uh, one of the uh, tougher, one of the stronger teams so far this season. Wizards, of course, did not play in week number two. We'll see uh, what kind of uh, play we get from them here. But I, I like what I'm seeing from Wizards District so far on the season. As far as the Sixers are concerned, 
an up and down week, uh, two and two in week number two. So what do we think here? To me, I think it's going to be a really good matchup. Two close games and ultimately a one-to-one tie. Then we move on to Jazz Gaming taking on Nets GC. Uh, as far as these two teams are concerned, really different teams in different pathways. I have been impressed by Jazz Gaming. Nets are a little bit more of a wild card so far. I'm going to actually take Jazz Gaming. Uh, you know what? I think it's going to be 1-1. We are going to see Nets find a way to get a victory here. It'll be a 1-1 tie in the series. Next up, we have Pacers Gaming taking on Cavs Legion. I think we are going to see Pacers Gaming continue that unbeaten streak as they are going to go 2-0 against Cavs Legion. Mavs Gaming taking on Hornets Venom GT. And what do we think here? Looking at these two teams, very similar to the last matchup, two teams going in very different directions. Ultimately, I do think Hornets find a way to get the sweep here. 2-0, and and that would do it for night one of week number three. Looking at June 10th, that is night number two for the NBA 2K League in week number three. We have Pacers taking on Magic Gaming to start it off. Magic Gaming are interesting. They are a team that 4-2 and two on the season, much like we've talked about on some of these other teams, uh, you know, a little bit of an up and down. I like what I've seen from Magic Gaming. Are they going to be good enough to give the Pacers their first loss? That's a tough one. I, To me, I just don't. I don't know if that's the team to do it. So ultimately, you know what? You know what? I take that back. I am going to say it. I think Magic Gaming are going to give Pacers their first loss. It is going to be a 1-1 series. Pacers Gaming, I think it would not shock me if it was a close game, Magic win, and in the other game, the Pacers take it by at least double figures. Time will tell there, though. Uh, Lakers Gaming then taking on Heat Check in a, a series that probably at this point no one wants. Uh, and it probably isn't going to have a lot of interest. But to me, what I like about this is this is two teams that have really struggled, and you're going to get a really good matchup. Ultimately, I look at the way these two teams have fared so far. You know, 0-4 for the Lakers. I guess technically the Heat have a win. They're 1-7. But neither team has really done much to to really set them apart from each other. And so when I look at what I'm going to go with... A 1-1 split here. I do think uh, I do think both teams are going to come into this with looking to prove something because they haven't yet so far. So we're going to go 1-1 split here. A couple close matchups between Heat Check and Lakers Gaming. Uh, Warriors Gaming taking on Jazz Gaming, which to me is going to be one of the top matchups of the week. This is tough. Warriors Gaming, number one team in the standings, undefeated. Jazz Gaming, not that far behind. Oof, this is a tough one. I just think Warriors Gaming is going to be too much. I'm going to give you a surprise here, and I'm going to say that Warriors Gaming gets the 2-0 sweep over the Jazz. Jazz have been very impressive, but I'm just going to give the edge here to Warriors Gaming. I think that they are going to be close matchups, but ultimately Warriors do take the sweep. Then you have 76ers taking on Nets GC. This one feels like 76ers taking both games. For whatever reason, that's just kind of how my brain is looking at this matchup. Likely going to be close, but ultimately 76ers get the sweep. Night number three of week three, and uh, June 11th, and we'll talk about Gen G taking on Hornets Venom. This is going to be a very good matchup. Gen G 0-2 on the season, but have been very, was they were impressive in those games. They were very, very close, and it was and it was 
you know, a few points away from being 2-0. and So there's lots to like there. And when you look at the Hornets side of things, of course, Hornets, one of the more impressive teams on the season, 3-1 and one on the year. Lots to like there. Let's take a look. And uh, this is a tough one. I like both of these teams, and I think it's going to be a 1-1 tie, a couple close matchups, and neither team able to really pull away. Mavs Gaming taking on Cavs Legion. For whatever reason, I'm a believer in the Mavs in this specific set here. That's the way I look at it. What I'm not a believer in is the Cavs. The Cavs, just time and time again, have just not shown the ability to be competitive right now. And I think Mavs Gaming are going to uh, take game one. And looking at game number two, you know, I'm going to give Cavs Legion a little credit here. I think they find a way to get the job done in one of the two games. And so we're going to go with a 1-1 game or 1-1 series tie. Warriors Gaming and Wizards District, we talk about one of the best matchups. And this is another one that really, to me, is impressive. And ultimately, I do think this is where the Warriors take their first loss. I'm going to go with 1-1 in this series. Warriors take one. Wizards take one. Both of these teams, very impressive so far. Raptors taking on Celtics. Crossover gaming. Honestly, neither of these teams have done anything to really write home about. It's kind of the the thing where you look at both these teams and who's going to be uh, the, the, the better of the two you know low teams. I'm going to go a little surprising here. I think Raptors find a way to right the ship this week. I'm going to take Raptors in both games. I'm going to have them winning that series two games to zero. Speaking of the Raptors, they move in to night number four of week three, and they take on the Gen G Tigers. And I think if they're going to make a change to their season, the Raptors, that is, it's going to start with games like this. Are they going to be able to fight off a Gen G Tigers team that has been you know, fairly impressive in their two games? I think it's tough, but if they can win one of these games against Gen G, which is what I think happens, a one and one split, you know, that moves them to three and one on the week, and that's a step in the right direction. And that's all you can really ask for if you're a player for Raptors Uprising, if you're a fan for Raptors Uprising. Then you have Celtics taking on the Hawks. To me, this is just not going to be that close. I'm very impressed what the Hawks have been able to do, and they are going to take the sweep two games to zero. You then have Lakers taking on the Bucks. Who will be the victor? Well, if history has told us anything so far on this season, the people watching will not be the victor. This could be a tough game. But again, like we talked about earlier, two teams that have struggled, both teams looking to write, to write what uh, has gone wrong so far in their season. This is a good opportunity for both teams to get some wins if they can. I'm going to predict a 1-1 tie here in the series. Both games or both teams able to pick up a win. Then you have Magic taking on Heat Check Gaming. And I'm sorry, Heatcheck, I just do not believe in what you're doing so far. It's tough for me to pick you, and I'm going to end my prediction segment with the Magic. A 2-0 sweep over Heatcheck Gaming, and that ends the Week 3 action of the NBA 2K League. You've been listening to the NBA 2K League show here on Dash Radio's Nothing Minute Channel. Remember, Dash Radio's Nothing Minute Channel is your official radio partner of the NBA 2K League. So you can find all of the NBA 2K League coverage and live action here on our airwaves. On top of that, if you miss any of the action, Sundays are the day for you, as all day we do replay all of the week's games here on our station. If you do not already have it, download the Dash Radio app. It is free. You can also listen to us, dashradio.com slash nothingbutnet. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the NBA 2K League show. And until next week, keep it 2000.
So your name hangs with idols. Preparation set you in fundamentals vital. Each game is survival. Never be true. I write a piece of your sound like the Miami Heat. Every weekend, South Beach, they be showing us love. Yeah, man. Right here's a rip. 